Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to continue our series on hacks to break out of a spiritual funk, and we are going to go back to the Old Testament to read a really cool story, one of my favorite stories in the whole Bible, and talk about what we can learn from it in order to reconnect with God. Now, this story that we're going to read comes out of 1 Samuel chapter 14. So just to give you kind of some context of where we are in the bigger story of the Bible, the Israelites have chosen Saul to be their king. So they have said, God, we want to have a king just like all the other nations. Saul comes in, things are not going great. Even though they now have this king, they're still dealing with these Philistines, the arch nemesis of the Israelites in the Old Testament, right? And the Philistines are winning. They're winning these battles and the Israelites are afraid. They're afraid to go out and fight them, to face them and to reclaim what was once theirs. And that is where we enter the story, that the people of God are being beaten down by the Philistines. And so the character that we're going to read about, the person we're going to read about is Jonathan, the son of the king, the son of King Saul, the heir to the throne, and one of King David's who will eventually become King David his best friend at this point. And we're going to see why David thought so highly of him in this story. And so if we pick it up in 1 Samuel chapter 14, verse 1, it says, One day Jonathan, the son of Saul, said to the young man who carried his armor, Come, let us go over to the Philistine garrison on the other side. Skipping down to verse 6, Jonathan said to the young man who carried his armor, Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. For nothing can hinder the Lord from saving by many or by few. And his armor bearer said to him, do all that is in your heart. Do as you wish. Behold, I am with you, heart and soul. Then Jonathan said, behold, we will cross over to the men and we will show ourselves to them. If they say to us, wait until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place and we will not go up to them. But if they say, come up to us, then we will go up for the Lord has given them into our hand. And this shall be the sign to us. So both of them showed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, look, Hebrews are coming out of the holes where they have hidden themselves. And the men of the garrison hailed Jonathan and his armor bearer and said, come up to us and we will show you a thing. So they're definitely taunting them at this point. And Jonathan said to his armor bearer, come up after me for the Lord has given them into the hand of Israel. Then Jonathan climbed up on his hands and feet and his armor bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan and his armor bearer killed them after him. And that first strike, which Jonathan and his armor bearer made, killed about 20 men within, as it were, half a furrow's length and an acre of land. And there was panic in the camp, in the field, and among all the people. The garrison and even the raiders trembled. The earth quaked, and it became a very great panic. After this story, if you continue reading, the rest of the Israelites see the Philistines on the run. They, see, they hear about what Jonathan and his armor bearer have done, and they go out and they have a great victory. But it all happened because Jonathan and his armor bearer did something on faith and they did something risky. Risky. We don't really like that word, risk, unless you really like the board game. But for most of us, the word risk feels uncomfortable. It's unknown. We aren't sure what's going to happen. We aren't sure how something is going to turn out. And so whenever you're faced with a situation where you can do something risky or play it safe, 
what do we typically do? Well, we like to play it safe. We like to do the thing that's known. We like to take the action that has the outcome that we can predict, even if it's not the outcome that we want. But here's the thing. When it comes to living by faith, when it comes to walking with God, God always responds to people's faith after they have taken that first step, after they have stepped out and said, I will take a risk. I will do something not knowing how it's going to turn out because I am pursuing God, because I'm trying to live out God's desire, his will for my life. And I'm going to trust that God is going to take care of me, even though I'm doing this really risky thing. Just think throughout the entire Bible, so many stories that come to mind, whether it's Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego saying, we are not going to bow down to the idol that you have built, King Nebuchadnezzar. We would rather burn in the fire, but God could deliver us if he wanted to. God waited until they were thrown into the fire to then deliver them. Or you think about Moses, who took risk after risk, not only trying to persuade his own people, the Israelites, that God really was using him, but continuing to go back to Pharaoh and telling him what he needs to do, which that was not something that Pharaoh was used to. And Pharaoh could very well have just had some of his bodyguards throw a spear (laughs) at Moses and just end it very quickly. But God protected Moses and God protected his people from the Egyptians. And just throughout the Bible, as you read, you will notice this pattern that when somebody of faith, somebody who has faith, who's trying to do what God wants them to do, steps out and takes a risk, risks something, their safety, their family, their possessions, their standing in the world, God then, after they have taken that leap of faith, steps in and takes care of them. And so if you've been feeling stuck If you've been feeling like you're in a daze, like your spiritual life just isn't what it used to be, consider doing something risky. Consider putting yourself out there. Ask yourself, if I just talked to the cashier when I'm checking out at the grocery store and invited them to my small group or invited them to come to my church, what's the worst that could happen? The worst that could happen is they say, no, thank you. And and you move on and they move on. And then you still feel really great that you took that leap of faith. You put yourself out there. And even though it didn't really work out, you did something risky. But here's the upside. You will feel more connected to God when you are doing those kind of things regularly. When you are talking to people about your faith, when you're putting yourself out there and loving people, not knowing how it's going to turn out, not knowing if they're going to reciprocate that love and give back to you, or if you're just going to sacrifice for them and they're never going to appreciate it. When you do those kind of things, when you take risks, when you put yourself out there, again, God comes through. And that is one of the most exciting things that we get to experience in this life, isn't it? When we get to partner with God in his mission of reaching the lost, loving people, and bringing people into his kingdom and bringing people closer to him. When we get to partner with him in that work, that's some of the most fulfilling, purpose-filled times in our lives. I know for me, whenever I get to study the Bible with someone and teach them about what it means to follow Jesus and they make that decision to become a Christian, I'm just floored. I'm, I'm just so excited about the fact that God would use me as an instrument to help someone else come to faith and to be able to see it and witness it and experience it is one of the greatest feelings in the world. But those conversations don't happen unless I initiate, unless I put myself out there, risk 
denial, risk being said no to, risk feeling weird, risk feeling like an idiot for saying something and putting myself out there not knowing how it's going to turn out. But when you do those risky things, when you take those leaps of faith, and that becomes a part of your rhythm, that becomes a part of the way that you operate in the world, it is nearly impossible to feel separated from God. It is nearly impossible to feel distant from God when you are partnering with him, quite literally, in your day-to-day life. So if you've tried eight, the previous eight tips and tricks and hacks that we've talked about over the last couple of months, and you're still waiting for the one thing that you feel like could really push you over the edge, regain your fire, regain your zeal for God, this is it. Do something risky. Do something faithful, not knowing how it's going to turn out. And I can promise you this, regardless of how it turns out, you're going to feel closer to God after you do it. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes and be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you soon.